You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Love Talk Live. Today I have with me Ian McCall and Irena Marin. Did I pronounce your names correctly? Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for doing the show today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So we were trying to do this in person because they, you guys don't live that far away in OC. And we kept pushing it off, but finally realized that, you know what, let's just live in the present moment and we're just going to do it right here, right now. And eventually, if we can ever see people in person again, we'll do that. You might have to come to Orange County for that. I don't know if LA will let you. Well, just, we'll, we'll play it by ear. Take them one day at a time, right? See what happens. Okay, so these two people are amazing. And I'm going to, before I get to them, I do need to announce that this show is being sponsored by Felicity.com. And it's actually a perfect show to be announcing this because you guys are a couple. And this Blissy brand, Blissy.com, is kind of sexy, silky sheets, pillowcases, eye shades. Who knows what you can do with eye shades? And I just want to tell you a few great things about these products. Anybody who's watching and you guys, if you'd like to buy them. So they are anti-wrinkle. What'd you say? We need new sheets. So yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So um, now Blissy.com has one more customer or two more customers. So it's go to Blissy.com and these products are anti-wrinkle anti-crinkle. So you will not get wrinkles on your face because you can absorb the products. Anti-crinkle, meaning you wake up in the morning and you don't have crinkles on your face. They have temperature regulation, so you can sleep in a cool atmosphere to have deeper sleep, and they won't snag your hair. So anybody's watching this, Blissy.com, delicious, comes in lots of different colors. I should probably make a commercial for Blissy.com. Okay, so now, Ian McCall and Arena Marin, two very extraordinary people. I'm going to read you guys a little bit about them. So, Arena is an educator, public speaker, life and psychedelic integration coach who lectures on topics related to psychedelic science and education, integration, self-care, and harm prevention. Arena is also a wellness, health, anti-aging, and regenerative medicine advocate. She is an instructor of the Cosmetic Sciences Program at UCLA Extension, an acclaimed product innovator, and co-founder and partner in several groundbreaking skincare lines sold globally. Oh, skincare. That's why you were like, this is a great thing for your skin. I'm sold. I'm sold in Blissey. <laughs> Go Blissey. She has made frequent appearances as a featured guest on a multi-channel video retailer platform, published dozens of articles in the professional skin care magazines, science journals, and popular beauty magazines. Arena is a co-creator of Psychedelic Integration for Couples program called Holding Space for a Loved One, which helps guide couples in adopting new sets of behaviors and values in the area of intimacy, vulnerability, and communication. And now, Ian McCall. Ian McCall is a retired American mixed martial arts world champion, Elixir ambassador, psychedelic research advocate, decriminalizeusa.org event director, psilocybin advocate, coach and mentor. He's also well known for his podcast, Storytime with Uncle Creepy, 
and his and has recently started a new podcast, Intellectual Giants. Ian is also a stand-up comedian. Ian credits psilocybin and plant medicines for successfully recovering and beating his decades-long dependence on pain medication. Ian also emphasizes the importance that integration, breathwork, yoga, nutrition, biohacking, CBD, and mindfulness in building and sustaining healthy habits. Ian is the creator of the McCall Method that teaches individuals how to habitually integrate physical and mental positivity into every cell of their being through daily practice to heal, recover, evolve, and optimize their their own human potential. Ian is also a co-creator of Psychedelic Integration for Couples Program, holding space for a loved one. You guys must do that together, which helps guide couples in adopting new sets of behaviors and values in the area of intimacy, vulnerability, and communication. So there is so much to talk about with you guys. I would like to hear briefly, if you guys want to share how you guys met, first of all, how these two beautiful creative forces came together and formed your relationship, and then get into a million questions about everything you guys do. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us on the show. Uh, we're really, really thrilled to be here. And to start off the year, this is our very first conversation in 2021. So yay for 2021. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, how, how we met. Uh, October 2018. Uh, it's It was a friend of ours, actually, from yoga and wellness community that introduced us. And it's really amazing when that happens in life when somebody who you know just comes to you and says, hey, you should really meet this person. And it's such an incredible feeling. Uh, it has never happened to me before that um, I was introduced to somebody who I instantaneously just felt as bond. And one of the biggest things that we bonded over was actually our activism and our interest in mycology and psychedelic research. So that is what brought us together. Yeah, I was hosting a party of sorts um, and we, I had a friend say, you, you should probably meet this person. I turned around and I was like, oh, hi. Yeah. Okay. What's up? And we just started talking and she handed me her cell phone and it had two stickers, one for decrim nature uh, and one for decrim California. And I was like, okay. And those yeah, were both on. psychedelic uh, I was like, organizations. You're, you're pretty and you're smart. Cool. Let's talk. <laughs> so couch for, you know, a party that I was hosting was, you know, was supposed to be the person to you know you know taking care of everybody at this you know this party being the, the, the person again the host um I, all of my attention left everything and i just sat Aww. with her talked about psychedelics um and then of course she snuck out and i was like i, I where did you what why did you leave me <laughs> so of course you know i just we haven't spent more than um the only time we've spent away since then from each other was because of my travels whether yeah, two work trips, but uh, yeah. And, and... It was East Coast, somewhere for comedy, but oh, yeah. yeah, we've just bonded instantaneously and mm -hmm. have spent uh, the entire time since together. And 2020 has definitely thrown some unexpected situations our way. Uh, we're to the point where we've even moved in together and started cohabitating co 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 and uh, taking care of each other's families and the children, becoming parents to the children that uh, we both have brought into this relationship. 
So the complexity of our relationship has expanded beyond just the original attraction that we had for each other and also beyond the activism and that purpose that we both felt so drawn to. Uh, it has evolved into so many aspects of our personal evolution that we live and breathe every day uh, to the point where we have now uh, created a, a company, the McCall Method, a consulting company that represents a lot of what we have experienced personally as individuals and also as a couple since we've come together and have started working together as accountability partners uh, in this evolution that needed to occur in, in this important time in our lives. So I want to hear I want to hear about the McCall Method and also that other program that you guys are doing together for couples. Um, but I just want to, I want to acknowledge how special it is. I'm making a documentary about couples and that how, when people are, have a soul connection, that deep love connection, that authentic connection, it's very different than just a surface level relationship. And so I love that. It sounds like you guys have this, this relationship where you kind of feel like, where did you come from? Where did this come from? And it sounds like you guys have maybe never felt this before, this connection. I don't know, maybe you have, or this um, this level. Okay, so I'm getting an affirmation there. So I just, I acknowledge you, and I'm so happy for you guys that you came together, and you're inspiring the world. You're just another couple that's showing people when two lights come together, you just make more light in this world. That's right. That's beautifully summarized. Yeah, I've always... Uh... I never had a good relationship in my life, whether that was a failed marriage or, you know, multiple relationships. And it just was, you have to look into yourself as the reason why these relationships are, are not the way they are. Um, and I had finally gotten to the point where I'd given up. I was like, okay, I'm with, like many people, like I'm over this, I'm done. I'm just going to be a single dad for the rest of my life. It's cool. Um, we're just not meant for relationships. And then I found her. I literally just, I mean, you know, months before that, I'd been like, ah, I'm it's just not on the cards. You know, I get it. Um, after failed attempt and failed attempt. And then <clears throat> uh, the, the, the few things that she said to me, the main things that she said to me in the beginning was, you know, things like, where's your energetic output going? You know, like, where are you? What was she was just kind of directing me in these certain ways where I was like, okay. And it just started. How so, romantic. <laughs> I, I, I've been coached my whole life. I've literally been coached my entire life. That's how I work. Pat on the head and tell me things to do and I'll get them done. I can get them done very efficiently. I was a world champion at something. I, I, I can I can get things done if I'm told, you know, what to do. What to do. And it's, uh, I just needed some guidance. I needed someone who could take a step back and not judge me for the things that I've done in my past, mm -hmm. the life lived, which was crazy. The things that I did that were crazy. The person that I was, that was crazy. Um, I mean, granted, by the time I met her, I was a much more milder version of what I used to be. Um, you know, and I, I was broken. Like I had broken myself like a wild horse. You know, I, I knew that's what I had to do. Once I got out of my sport and into basic life, mm -hmm. I, I knew I had to just change a lot. You know, so I got a, a, a normal job. I was a personal trainer. I went from being a world champion, you know, in, in fighting on the big stage and billboards to being a personal trainer. And I was like, cool, this is fine. I'm just trying to be the normal guy. Like I'm trying to live it. And I just was going through this 
very easy pace. And again, nothing against personal trainers. That's kind of what I do. I'm a performance coach for athletes, but um, it it was just, I was just in this, like, I was like, okay, this is my life. Great. You know, I was always stuck with this stupid smirk on my face. Um, And I, I just didn't have any purpose really. You know, I, after, after having so much life in me, I was just, I thought, okay, this is it. I'm, I'm done. You know, like I, my life's cool. I have fun, but all the extracurricular, you know, pizzazz and wild stuff is always gone. So that's just the end of it. Right. And then I realized like, no, there's so much more to living. Like I, now I've got a family of a bunch of people <laughs> instead of being a single dad with one, you know, with one kid, one daughter, uh, I'm, I've, you know, here with a, a house full of seven people, five cats and a dog. Oh, I love it. Changing up everything and, and her leading me in the right direction showing like, look, Hey, you know, you have to make your own choices. Now you're a big boy, but again, back to the energetic output, where is it going? And she helped me kind of see like, look, you're, you're spread out like this. There's just stuff. There's just energy going everywhere. You know, shiny objects everywhere. I'm trying to touch and do things. And and it was just focus. You know, like, let's go. Come on. Like my coaches, my coach would smack me and say, get to work, stupid. But it was a little, you know, it was a little different, a little a little more kind. And it was just kind of this nudging of, of, okay, well, you know, have you done your breath work and meditation? Have you done your, you know, these things before you even come out of the bedroom, before you even, because she wakes up earlier than I do. I, I have to sleep a little longer. Um she, you know, from the very beginning was breath work and meditation before you come downstairs. And, you know, come downstairs and I come downstairs with a smile on my face and, a, and um, I tell everyone I love them and the cats, I go outside and I smoke a joint with my cat and I, I'm happy. You know, I kiss her. She looks beautiful. You know, it's, it's things like that. It's, it's, it's making sure my day is purposeful. Purposeful. Every day, everything has a path and a purpose. And it's also, it sounds like she got you into more of um, being intentional about your day. You know, instead of just waking up, rolling out of bed, stressed, taking that time to do your inner work, to set your intention, to be grateful for the day ahead. I don't have to go get in a fist fight today. Yeah, that's every, a good thing. Every day of my life was a fist fight. That's yeah. what I'm doing. My, and you tend my, to approach everything like that. Every, every business thing I could get into is, okay, well, how do I analyze this like a fight? And I'm wow. like, but that's how I, I have to find holes in everything. And, um, but yeah, back, back to I me. Mean, think about that. Waking up every morning and knowing like, fuck, I have to get up and I have to go to the gym and I have to get in a fist fight with my best friends, my training partners, my brothers in arms. Um, that's just what I have to do. I have to do it every single day. And it's a stressful situation. So really being able to understand these sort of things. I mean, there's a lot more to it than that, but you know, that that's just one of the options. That's one of the things that I had to, had to overcome because I've been doing this since I was four, you know? So there was a lot of unpacking to do. <laughs> well, a lot of times um, in my work that I do with my clients and on the show, I, we talk about, survival mode versus thriving mode. And so it sounds like you made that huge shift in your life going from surviving, how do I survive this fight and win this fight and fighting, fighting, fighting to thriving, purpose, growth, evolvement, peace. Yeah. Yes. And even before I had met her, I knew what I had to do. I, I educated myself along the way with some very incredible people. I've, yeah, I've well, 
And it sounds like, yeah, you were already kind of on this path of learning all these concepts. And then she just kind of added to it. And you guys had that in common, obviously. Yeah, I dropped, I didn't learn anything from school. I dropped out of college once I blew my knee on wrestling. Uh, The only way I got through high school was because I was a wrestler. I was a star. Um, And, you know, I never... I never had any real formal education, to be honest. I'm sure I went to a bunch of fancy private school and passed barely. Uh, but, you know, I just didn't have that part of my life in check. My education was was here. You right. Know, that education was physical, was how to manipulate other bodies into doing things I wanted them to. Um, so when I was able to realize, like, I don't have to fight anymore. All I have to do is get up and smile and take my time and breathe and just laugh in the morning when I get out of bed you know, breathe and, and meditate and do this stuff when I wake up and just get up and like, okay, like no one's trying to kill me today. You know, what are we? my friends are trying to kick my ass all day. Like we get two op, we get two chances a day to beat the shit out of each other. And it's not, it's just, it's it, it just, it, you get over it after a while, you know, and you just don't want to do it anymore. And finally, I just, I had to get, just break this old cycle of what I was doing. And, and that lent itself into, um, every part of my life, obviously, you know, that, that when you're that person, you're that person in every portion of your life. Right. Absolutely. I was a savage doing everything. And I finally got someone who could keep my attention long enough and hold it long enough, obviously with her, uh, you know, as she says, her, her epidermal envelope uh, <laughs> is, is, you know, is shiny enough for me to pay attention where I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever you're saying. <laughs> but also, you know, there's bits of wisdom in there. You know, it's, it's, Hey, you know, why don't you, why don't you start talking this way? Why don't you start talking to us? Not only to me, but the stories you're telling me, but the stories you're telling yourself, why don't you look at them this way? Mm-hmm. Interaction with my daughter. I mean, like, I'm such a proud parent. I'm such a proud, proud dad. Uh, and I, fuck, I look back on the, just the simple interactions I have with my kid and they were either not okay. Mm-hmm. Just as, us just talking, like just get us into this just like heated state of excitement over anything, and it was like it was just, yeah, I was I was a, I was a, what I like to call a shit show, and I was finally able to um, some, find someone who gave me the tools, who showed me the tools. Like, look, here's a bag of tools. Take them and use them. You know, it's not like anyone. There is more she, where that came not, from. She's not here trying to fix. <laughs> oh me. yeah. You know, um, she's not here trying to fix me or, or do all the change me like a lot of people are, or I, well, I always tried to do. Because, again, I was a little crazy. I get it why I needed to be fixed. But, um, no, I needed to be myself and I needed to fix myself. I needed to do these, this work myself. And that's exactly what I, I've – she's helped me teach other people to do. Um, Funny how that happens. Yeah. Then how others gravitate towards you when they see that change. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, it sounds like I say I I was very broken, and now I'm and now I'm not. So it's it's a it's a good feeling. Well, and like you were just saying, it sounds like um, when you actually experience something, then you are more inspired to help other people do it as well. So I want to hear now from Arena about your experience falling in love with Ian and why it was so different and so wonderful. And then I want to hear about the McCall method and you're holding space um, for a loved one, work with couples. And we still need to talk about, you guys might need to come back because we still need to talk about 
the your work with um, psilocybin and yeah, with psychedelics. Yeah, that, that's been a big part of our research and our advocacy and everything that we do and our falling in love because it was that, his capacity for evolution that absolutely floored me. I could just see somebody who just had this beautiful potential and capacity for all of these wonderful things, including intellectual pursuits, but it seemed like as if he himself couldn't believe in it and the environment that he was putting himself was not conducive to that evolution, but was rather keeping him that state of just spinning his wheels and spending his energy on all sorts of pursuits that were not necessarily supporting his integrity and him being true to that potential. So seeing that was just beautiful, seeing that light and nurturing that light and uh, was just a beautiful experience for me. And it was also very healing for me. It wasn't easy for me opening up to it initially because I also come from um, a very complex place. I come from a war-torn country, from a lot of trauma uh, that has resulted in me leaving the country very early and also having multiple marriages, having children. I have four children, I've had four marriages. And that's a lot of history to unpack as well. So both of us were predisposed and pre-wired for certain behaviors that were not necessarily behaviors that would guarantee longevity of a couple. And mm -hmm. I think we realized that early on in our relationship that some of those things that attracted us to each other, such as hypersexuality, it was beautiful, of course, when you're first in love to act on that hypersexuality is a wonderful thing. And we both recognize that and enjoyed it. But at the same time, we recognize that that is a force that will need to be controlled and given its proper space and placed in our relationship without letting it run rampant and ruin our relationships the way it has ruined and hurt our relationships before. Mm -hmm. So communicating with each other, staying on the same page, recognizing that both of us, for example, were hardwired for sex addiction, coming where we come from, him being a professional athlete and somebody who's expressed himself with his body his entire way, having multiple relationships that were of that nature due to his prior profession and just the environment that he's lived most of his life. And then me from being a workaholic, somebody that has functioned in the state of stress and operated from that, uh, from, from that survival mode for so long in my life. I am a multitasker. I'm one of those 2% of true multitaskers on the planet that can run multiple careers, have children, marriages, all of that, and just constantly function. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, this machine is unstoppable. However, I did neglect the emotional uh, well-being of myself. And that has resulted in some very dysfunctional relationships. So it was very important for the two of us to just have that honesty and become those accountability partners to make sure that commitments that we had made to each other and to this relationship remain commitments that will fulfill to each other and to ourselves. So just reminding ourselves constantly uh, to, to do that has become also a source of falling in love with each other all the time and a source of that newness that is so necessary for a relationship. 
So that has been a beautiful healing part of our relationship. And being in love with him has helped me heal through a lot of my prior dysfunctions and a lot of my prior traumas. And it has definitely made me a much better relationship material now at this time in my life than ever before. And thanks 2020 for kind of forcing us to <laughs> hunker down together and to really face each other more so that more often than any of us were comfortable or were seeking to do that necessarily, but it was needed. And it has resulted in this beautiful rebirth of our relationship, I think, at the end of the year. And it has also resulted in a lot of people gravitating towards us and seeing our revolution and wanting to know how to utilize some of those tools that we routinely use in our betterment for their own life. Well, I love that you were just saying that this relationship has been healing and I believe that in both of you guys talk about this, it's because both of you have owned up. You own your stuff instead of blaming the other person. And obviously you've learned that from your past relationships that blaming the other person doesn't work. So I love that you guys are owning your stuff. You're not judging each other. You're not trying to change the other person. You just want the best for the other person and, and you guys are growing individually and together. So it, I mean, it makes sense where you guys are working. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, that is, it's, it's just a beautiful realization for us to, to wake up to that every day and to look at each other and to just know it's like, wow, okay, we've just grown leaps this, this week, just knowing again, being able to discuss and face some of those patterns that are just so clear to us. There's just no Hiding. And I think 2020 was incredibly beneficial again for that. There was no hiding from anything. We all had to go inside. And that is also part of what we do as integration coaches, really give that space to, to each other to, to be with ourselves and go inside and really realize who we truly are. Mm, I love this relationship. Okay. And I'll definitely be contacting you to interview you for the documentary. So I want to hear more about the McCall method and holding space for a loved one that you do with couples. Well, the McCall method is my, uh, man, it's my, my daily, it's, it's my, it's my, my obsession with healing. You know, I was so broken, addicted to painkillers from 14 to 34. Uh, I was addicted to, I was just addicted to a lot of stuff, whether it was sex or drugs or violence or money or whatever. It was just, I was addicted to that, that, that dopamine response mm -hmm. in my body. Um, and being able to break that with psychedelics and being able to use those as a tool because she came into psychedelics through yoga and breath work. I came in through drugs. I was partying and I was having a good time. Um, and to use those tools the way we have, um, it has been so incredible, but what's more incredible is the integration after is yeah, sure. We can both have, you know, a private little, you know, mushroom ceremony with, with each other, um, or you know, MDMA therapy for couples, like, you know, whatever, whatever modality you want to use. And Obviously, you spend that time in the moment being in the moment. 
you know, using those medicines to make love, have fun, talk, whatever it is you need to accomplish. But then after comes the work. It doesn't just stop with like this one thing. It's daily practice. It, it is um, so many small things that come into that, which, you know, again, the breath work, meditation, working out, diet and exercise, a simple smile and a hug, a laugh, a kiss, a compliment to the loved one. I mean, these things are, are you're, you're just constantly building all day. That, that's all I'm trying to do is make people smile at my household. Why would I want to piss anyone off? I live in a house full of seven people. Like, that's bad energy that'll affect not only me, but it'll affect everybody else in the house in some way or another and come back and bite me in the ass later. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not playing that game anymore. You know, I'm, I'm trying to live the happiest life just even for selfishly, just for me. I want to have a good day. Yeah. You know? I want to have a good day. So me imparting negative energy on someone else is just going to screw everything up. So selfishly, I'm like, okay, I want to be good. So if I'm good to these people, then my, my day will be better. Perfect. And I'm going to be as good to them as possible. I'm going to create the happiest household and the most abundant life I can for them because that's my role. You know, sure. I'm not their dad. I'm not, you know, like, that's not, that's okay. Duh. Uh, but I'm going to do my best as that role, as that person in the household. Someone has to stand in their shoes. I'm going to do that. And, and it's been, it's, it's one of the happiest things. One of the things that's made me the happiest in life is to really kind of sit into this chair of being a dad to multiple people now. I'm just going like, wow, I would thought it was just a little mini me here. I thought it was just a little one who looks just like me. But no, it's yeah. a lot of people that I get to take care of now. And I get to be, you know, a pillar of, of the family, a, a pillar of understanding and knowledge for these kids. Like it's, it's a good, you know, it's good to just be that person and to let them know that like, look, you're safe. You are the man who, who is, who loves you unconditionally and will keep you safe forever. You know, you're, you're, you're 100% safe here in your own house. And I want people to know that, and that, that was my first goal. And it's, it's my end goal. You know, that that's a big part of it. It's so beautiful. I love that you're taking on this role and, and it's a blessing and you're, just rolling with it and doing such a beautiful job. It is. And watching him do that is exactly what has resulted in the creation of the McCall method. It was literally just the two of us sitting in the backyard with children being here in the quarantine during last year, not being able to do much, but just be here and plan everything from home and just watching him apply all of these things that have helped him daily evolve and become this stronger, better, more centered person that's just more capable of sharing all of these beautiful techniques with the world. That's how McCall Method became. It was my oldest son who actually lives in Denmark who has helped us put together the original website. So it was a completely a family affair and a family created project, just watching him step into this role of being able to help others with his experience and realizing what that experience is that he has and how valuable it is to others. Whether that's an experience of somebody who has achieved uh, things that he has achieved as in, in his athletic pursuits as a world champion, or it's somebody who has struggled with opioid addiction, or somebody who has helped heal his daughter with cannabis, for example, and is now on the phone recommending cannabis products to a friend whose child or a friend is suffering from something. So just watching him constantly, constantly try to help others around him is what was poured into the McCall method 
and some of the integration services that are a part of it. It's really just him talking to people and recommending and advising and giving all of this counsel at first and helping them through that uh, during the early days of 2020 when we literally were stopped from doing everything that we were doing. We had all of these plans. We were so booked on what we were going to do. The psychedelic renaissance was starting. All of these shows were booked and we were just just happening. And then all of a sudden, everything came to a stop. Wow. And we were just home. But it's like, how do we continue doing what we love? How do we continue being a part of the psychedelic renaissance and research when we can't reach people, we can't be in front of people? How do we continue educating when we can't go to decrim meetings that we've had or we can't have the meetings at a house that we've had before? So what do we do? That's how the McCall method was created. Literally helping people through all of these techniques that have helped him find himself again and become a stronger, better version of himself that we all see the closest ones that have been around him all this time. And so plug away right now, we'll plug at the end, but what is the website that people can go to to access the McCall method? TheMcCallMethod.com. And Instagram? Yeah, and on Instagram um, and on Twitter, I think. I'm not sure. You know, Instagram it still is Uncle Creepy. We still yeah. have that nickname. It's still- I'm trying to get <laughs> rid of it. it that's was- his comedy name. That's your comedy name, right? Well, no, that's no. I, I got. I it's- literally I threw it's up. His a spider name. I threw up a puppet. I have a puppet show now. <laughs> oh no! Um, okay, here's the puppet. I have a puppet show now. It's an adult puppet show. Where we do, um, you know, adult puppet. Oh my god! We're recording that from home, so this is a very, very working home environment. So, my, my, I, I wanted to get rid of this stupid nickname for a long time. I never thought the nickname was funny. But as a fighter, he was known as that. I I was like, it was a bad idea. I, I I literally, I had just gotten out of rehab for the second time. This just shows you how the depth of my life. Rehab for the second time, I got out. Didn't think I was ever going to fight again professionally. Um, I was sober, so I was driving my drunk friends around at the bars. I take them home. I get to the house. We're at uh, Chuck Liddell's house. And what do I do? I, I I go to put my friend's son, who's still awake, after we get home from the bar, to bed. He's like three. Uncle Ian, Uncle Ian, let's skateboard. I'm sober. I'm like, whatever. Let's have fun. I'm good with kids. And he goes, Uncle Creepy, Uncle Creepy. And everyone sat up out of their drunken stupor. And that's the nickname. Because I always made fun of everyone with nicknames. I'm like, oh, you're the Iceman? You're going to freeze me? Like, oh, you know, that's it, nicknames are stupid. And I, 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 it's literally, stuck. I literally, it wrote, has followers, I, a lot of followers. I wrote it down as a joke that's- to my next fight because my coach goes, You're broke, you need money. I said, Yeah, I said, we'll fight this guy. I said, Okay, perfect. I can beat him. I know him. Um, and I wrote it down as a joke. And literally, the fight after that, I became the best in the world. So it was like, And I was Uncle Creepy. And it was a joke. I literally, it was a complete joke and it took off. The UFC loved it. Everyone loved it. And I was like, you guys are so stupid. Now in the healing space, I guess, well, it just yes. runs in the wrong way. So now I, I can't get rid of my, I can't even change my nickname on, on Instagram. I've tried. I have to go through the UFC. I have to lose my blue check mark. I have to go through this whole process to regain it. And it's like, I mean, whatever. That, that's, the blue check mark isn't a big deal. It's just the fact that I, I don't have control over it. So... Uh, that will change eventually, and then people will take me more serious in this world of healing and relationships and everything else. It's just it's hard to get rid of the name. It's I, I don't have control. So you don't want to start a whole new Instagram because you already have your followers, is what you're saying. Well, I have the personal Instagram. 
which will be changed to Ian McCall eventually, just Ian McCall. And then you have the McCall method, uh, Instagram, you know, and, and it's it's different. That That's our educational side. That's where we post about the healing and educational side. The uh, My personal stuff is about comedy. It's about comedy and just me looking cool in pictures and, you know. That's about yeah, different yeah. interests. Psychol- it's it's, it's, it's yes, also a it's, lot about psychedelics and mycology, but yes, it's it's still a lot of fan base from the fighting days. And our hope is that that fan, ba- that fan base will remain there when they see the new message, as they see the new message. Yeah. They're not there just for his fighting glory days, that they're also interested to see his evolution and that are interested in learning the tools that he has used in order to become this new version of himself. It goes beyond just being a fighter. Like a a purge happening where you got to ring out a lot of the followers. You know, my followers keep dropping and I don't don't care. I've been famous before. It's not the point of what I'm doing. Um, But obviously in this new day and age, eventually we'll get a point where, you know, it'll start to progress. It's just, there, there has to be a cleansing of what I'm doing in and the new message. Who I'm talking new to. message. Exactly. It's a new sure. message. It's I'm not the same person I once was. And people Yeah. Maybe they don't like that. I I, I don't know. I don't really It care. doesn't matter. As long yeah. as you're in your integrity and you're showing up authentically, that's all you need to do in life. Yeah. That's right. That's okay, right. so we're running out of time, but holding space for a loved one, is that part of the McCall method? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it started off as an educational session. It's just, again, people asking us, how do you guys manage this, especially being involved in the psychedelic space and having used psychedelics as a part of our healing process and our personal evolution as well. What we've noticed with that, that if one, uh, with, if a member, if somebody goes through a psychedelic experience, coming back to the partner who has not gone through that is a complicated situation. It can create a lot of difficult situations between the couple. And that's where we come in as somebody who can counsel both parties and can explain and help guide the integration process that occurs and can be there to help the couple process the experience and integrate into their relationship and ultimately adopt a new set of behaviors that are inevitable after a psychedelic experience. So Mm -hmm. we find that it's really important to address that and to shed the light to that, that a lot of people are undergoing psychedelic journeys on their own and if their partner is not familiar with that world, uh, that there could be an issues that uh, are better discussed beforehand or are just better made aware. Okay, perfect. And that is all at the McCallMethod.com. Yes. Yes. Okay. So any other plugs, events, speeches, anything you want to have? HBO. There's no. HBO. We have to mention the HBO segment. That's the history in making. So let's go quick. Yeah. We were Just, lucky enough to be part of uh, to be a part of the first team of people that was on HBO talking about mushrooms specifically. There's been a lot of documentaries on ayahuasca, tons mm-hmm. of them, um, and, they're, and, the and they're amazing. But it's 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 a uh, it's this is about psilocybin specifically. Our our, our section of it is um, it is real sports with Brian Gumbelt. Go check it out. It's Daniel Carcio is the star. It's myself, uh, Dean Lister, Raina uh, Bearhart, our shaman. Um, and, you know, we have Dr. Uh, Robin Carthart-Harris, 
We have Rick Doblin from MAPS. Uh, we have some serious heavy hitters. And just to be a part of the first group of people that's on a major television network like HBO. Yeah. Um, talking about these things is, is a really, really... It's from an, an Emmy award-winning producer who only does a four of these a year. So this is, we're absolutely honored to be in a piece that presents the psychedelic renaissance with such respect and, and care. Jordan Chronic is absolutely legendary in what he does. So that's one of the things to check out for sure. HBO's Real Sports with Brian Gumble. And they sent me the link and I watched it and it's amazing. Very educational, done so well. So I encourage people to watch that. Thank you so and much. that link I'm assuming is on the McCallMethod.com? Yes, yeah. yes, that's there as well. There are a lot of links to a number of articles and a couple of podcasts that we've also done on different topics in psychedelics and everything else that we do that are on the website. And Ian, your new podcast you're doing from the Comedy Store in LA, is that true? Yes. Eventually? So, yeah. We'll next be, month. Next month we'll, we'll be doing it. Um, we have a show with my, with, uh, my friend Frank Castillo, who's one of the managers at Comedy Store. Uh, we are doing a mushroom-based show on the healing, on the business, on the medicinal side, on every side. Mental health, everything. I mean, yeah. right. mushroom, mushrooms has so or mycology has so much to offer. Um, and, and I can't wait to, to bring all the best, biggest names, um, all the stars from that industry on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Now, is this going to be – so I was on a podcast. Maybe this is how – Long story short, Ian and I found each other. We found through a comedy something, but I was asked to be on a podcast at the New York Comedy Cellar. It was in person. Um, and I'm bringing this up because my question is, are you doing it? it? There was no audience or anything. Like it was just in a room. Is that you're doing a, a podcast? Is there an audience or just in a room at the comedy store? So. They can't do live comedy anymore in West Hollywood or right now at least. So okay. they're putting most of the building into a podcast studio. And, you know, that stuff they can break down and move into a different room anytime they want. So it's, 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 a, it's a good play for them. And, and realistically, I mean, this is a genius move for them to have a show that's based on this. Not just psychedelics, but specifically mycology as a whole. Because, um, again, this is, a, this is going to be a huge industry. So I'm excited yeah. to talk all about it. I love that you guys are pioneers. So excited. Brian Gumble, Jamie Brownstein, yeah. <laughs> totally on the same level. So great. Um, so, and as always, anybody who's watching can reach out to me at therelationshipexpert.com. And I thank you guys so much for coming on the show today. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hard to meet you. Thank you, thank you to the audience. Thank you so much. I mean, people are just going to have um, so many aha moments and just from the show. And then also I'm sure they're going to check out your work as well. So thank you. And thank you viewers so much for joining us and join us every week on Love Talk Live. Have a great night, everybody. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.